Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? A special episode is coming at you right now. Not only is this the second of two segments this week, in this new format that I'm trying out for the audio podcast, where I take what was originally like a one to one and a half hour show and split it up into two segments. That way, we can cover news that happens at the beginning of the week on Tuesdays, and then we can just round out the week before the weekend on Fridays. That way, you have two opportunities to hang out with us every single week. That's part of the reason why this is a special episode. But the other reason is because we have Jaime back on the show. Now, with all precautions taken and all of that, uh, Jaime was able to stop by and we were able to do an in-person just podcast recording, which of course means that we had a a great time just being together and catching up on this episode. That being said, we do go through a few different things that we wanted to talk about, uh, one of them being VR, another one being Amazon's latest products, including the one that I'm literally wearing on my face right now, which is the Echo Frames. Uh, And then after that, we talk a little bit about foldables and uh, MacBook M1 laptops and how much they've kind of changed our work well especially in Jaime's case because he's able to travel uh, and he's been able to actually use the m1s in the scenario that we all were hoping to use them in which is on a plane editing a video from start to finish without worrying about battery life anyway we talk through all of that stuff in this episode i hope you have a great time hanging out with us today again Jaime back on the show so let's get right into it uh go ahead and uh, sit back relax enjoy the chat enjoy Oh boy! I, there's no other way for me to put it. Like every time, every time you and I are able to be even in the same room, I can't not start any show without just saying, "How you been, <laughs> <laughs> dude?" I've been snowed in New York. That's what I can say. Yeah, snowed and, but in snowed in Texas, snowed in everywhere. Right? Isn't that crazy? It's so. In your case, I know that you work out on the Peloton and all that stuff, so you, that you're fine there. But like, do you get to like? go anywhere like do you still commute through the snow so my car has been like i tried to turn it on the other day and it doesn't turn on anymore oh no because it's been it's been stuck in snow for pretty much a month jeez yeah i saw a video on social media of someone driving but trying to scrape the ice at the same time yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness dude the snow is the like people it's funny how everybody that doesn't have to shovel their their car out of the snow loves it. Like, they're like, oh, the snow, it's so beautiful. Oh, look, up until you have to, like, fix your driveway. Exactly. Yeah. My brother went up to the mountains one time, and he was like, we didn't bring chains. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that that pretty much translates to we're screwed. In yeah. any case, so good to see you, man. Um, we did this, this show, like, as, as I was explaining to you earlier, like, I, I went ahead and split the format of the show. So I already had a couple of topics from earlier in the week. And now we got this one coming out on Friday. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to figure out what things we kind of wanted to talk about. But I was like, you know what? This is just going to be us catching up. Yes, please. Because Josh is like, yeah, can we talk about VR? And I'm like, no. <laughs> what, well, do you, what do you want me to talk about VR? Well, okay. I actually have some. I actually have a thing I can say. Surprise me. Okay. It won't be a surprise because I'm going to talk about something that happened before. Uh-huh. So I've been going down this rabbit hole of watching a lot of old things. Even old Android Authority videos and podcasts, and I brought up the Mobile Geeks Tech Lounge. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite things we ever did was when- um, HTC Vive. The Vive. It was the Vive. And Can you believe I still have the computer that they sent with the Vive? Really? They asked for the Vive back, and then I was like, what do I do with this 
$7,000 gaming rig that they sent. And they were like, no, you can keep it. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) What are the specs on that thing even? Oh, so for the time, you have to remember, that was four years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't even know. I don't even remember right now. It's like, because now we're in the... 20, 30. But at, at this point, it'll still play Fortnite at all frames per second. Okay. Like, it's it's a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Falcon Northwest Tiki. It, oh, Falcon Northwest. Yeah, like a red AMD Radeon version. Nice. Yeah. I just remember, I watched that entire show again. MWC 2015, we had such a good time. Yeah. And my favorite part was, uh, this was back when, of course, Michael was part of Pocket Now, and uh, Fisher's just there like, he, me and him, we're gushing over the vibe. And you're behind him going, explain it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, because I wasn't part of those briefings. I was not in, I was still not in frequencies. Yes, yes. Um, And there was a demo happening that you didn't get to do. I didn't get to see the whale until later. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Can you believe we've gone all the way from that to from that moment in time when we were so excited about VR to now Jaime going, meh. (laughs) I think the biggest problem is you could... You could understand the reason why the Vive was great. And it was great because it brought such cool technology and it was very powerful and it was new. Mm-hmm. And you could put up with the heft of the, you know, of the visor. And then they priced it really aggressively. And I, I like, I love the games. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it was actually pretty, a pretty cool experience. I hate, I hated sending it back, but then I realized that I didn't really use it much. My biggest problem with VR is, and let's be real, like, I I know that there's a whole porn market for VR. (laughs) We had a long conversation about that. Yep. And, you know, for those of you that, you know, that enjoy VR for that, that's great. But, like, for practical usages, I, I still have a hard time switching the experience of a game from a mouse and keyboard even to a controller, mm. let alone try to use a VR headset. Yeah. Now, bear in mind, I work out. So for me, I actually am the kind of person that would be ideal for using a VR headset and actually moving around and doing the whole experience. And it can give you a more immersive experience in so many things. Like right now for CES, that uh, John Deere gave us a full demo of things that we wouldn't have actually been able to see unless they put it on VR. Indeed, yes. And, and so, yes, they sent an Oculus Quest 2. It's actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's great to see how it's evolved, but at the same time, it's been in its box ever since I did the demo. Yeah. I, 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 what can I say, man? Uh, the, the use cases are still so sparse, I guess, is the way to put it. Yeah. And I know that I've enjoyed it recently with like Star Wars Squadrons and I want to play the new Half-Life game on it. Though, that's the other thing. During that tech lounge that we did, I said, the reason why we haven't seen Half-Life 3 is because this is the way they want you to play the next Half-Life. Sure enough, four years later, they brought out Half-Life for the, for well, the freaking and, VR. And, and so here's the thing. I think that that's the problem. The biggest problem with the Vive was the games. Mm-hmm. They weren't popular. Yeah. They were great, but they weren't popular. And so long as no company does that, they take that extra step into bringing Fortnite or Call of Duty. Like, I would, l- here's the thing I have a hard time with the concept of having to use my arms to shoot at anything because that at some point can get really tiresome. Yeah. Yeah. It the fatigue is real. The fatigue is real. And so tell you what, give me a way, because the cool thing about VR now is you can actually see your your ambiance. And so I actually want to see my keyboard. 
mm-hmm. and I want to see my mouse, but I want to have a 360 degree view of what I'm doing, of where I'm fighting. And and for there to be like a practical way, if I move the mouse, it'll literally shift my entire view. I, I think that that would be cool. Sure, sure. Like, I don't need to be walking around and do the full Ready Player <laughs> One. I just really need, a, you know, like I would love to play Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah. In full, th- sit in the cockpit and actually do, you know, do the whole jam. Like, I would love to do that. Mm-hmm. Probably those games, which are less demanding, would be better i don't know it's just and you and i have had this conversation repeatedly like how is it that a keyboard still remains the best way to interact with a game versus a controller versus vr and so long as vr doesn't do something better it's pointless okay i the reason why i wanted to bring up the vr stuff is because the one of the other announcements that happened this week was that sony said PlayStation VR 2 is on the way. And on the t- on the theme of I called it, <laughs> I remember everyone bellyaching about the size of the PS5 and I said, you're, you're missing the point. This thing is a supercomputer. Yeah. They're going to make VR a huge part of this. Now, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. How's your experience with your PS5? I'm loving it. Like, uh, I'm, you know, I'm biased. I know. Yeah. But it's because I was finally able to unbox. <laughs> That's what I wanted to bring up next. My Xbox. Yes. And play with play with it for 30 minutes and then get on a damn plane. What did you play? Oh my God. The the only thing that I could download immediately, which was Star Wars Battlefront. Nice. Still good. Yeah, but it's not optimized yet. Sure. And sure. so I, I I actually got the new FIFA, which is optimized. Mm-hmm. Uh and then Game Pass. So one of the main reasons why everybody's like, well, why did you choose PlayStation over Xbox? I'm like, really? It's a matter of which one could I buy first. <laughs> Yeah, you you have literally had to deal with all of this. Everyone's searching for it. There's all these rumors that there's still going to be stock that's not available for Christmas. We're in March. Yeah, we're about to hit March, and we're we're talking about shortages in Christmas. And you know what the worst part is that I actually had the opportunity to pre-order it, and I didn't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was like, no, it's a first generation console. <laughs> I'm going to go for Gen two, and then I was like, crap. And for me, I. I don't know. I just feel that Xbox is a better value because I do care about PC games like mm-hmm. Microsoft Flight Simulator, which is my favorite game of all time. Yep. And so I would rather have a Game Pass that would allow me to play those games on the PC and at the same time play whatever I want on the Xbox. It's so funny you say that because I agree now. Like, okay, so I, I did get the Series S. Um, yeah. because I, I'm not a big Xbox person. So did I, I say one X or series X? I hate that. I think you said series X. There's a much larger ecosystem of, of letters in the damn alphabet, <laughs> Microsoft. But they, they, they shoehorn themselves into X, Xbox, X, this, X, that. Um, but yeah, I had the series S since launch and I, I still want to do, I'm, I'm still going to do the review and I think it's actually going to be pertinent because when you eventually do your video on the Series X, then I can come in and be like, oh, but the Series S. I actually have somebody already trying to get me the Series S. Okay. So here's the thing. Like I could actually give some perspective on the Series S here before we do the videos on them. Um, but my first question is, what are the main experiences you're looking to have on the X? Honestly, it's just the fact that I have an 8K TV. <laughs> <laughs> you will get the best experience out of that thing for sure. Yeah, I just I have the, I guess I have the power mm-hmm. to you know with full HDMI 2.1 mm-hmm. with the whole nine yards. Yeah, like I have where to and it literally takes up most of my bedroom. <laughs> so, so for me, it's like 
why it's two reasons the first one is storage like even the first one the first one is obviously yes the the 4k capabilities at plus upscale to 8k but the second is storage like all i have are like six games and i'm already at like 200 gigs left yeah which where my problem with the series s is you would have to buy a series s plus extra storage mm -hmm. to actually not feel so constrained by it, which pretty much, if you do the math over what the price of that hard drive is, mm -hmm. it's literally a Series X, so might as well just go Series X. True. And if you have the power, like you said, um, you will be able to take advantage of the full resolution. I'm yeah. at 1440p uh, locked. Yeah. So, which, you know, I, there's, that's the reason why I agree with you now, that it is a better value Asterisk. You have yeah. to know what you have to measure your expectations because while the Xbox Series X is definitely for the main enthusiast who's really into the Xbox, who really wants to have physical media, who wants to have all of the top of the line experiences, I actually view the Series S as the most affordable gaming PC. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, I agree. You won't have a lot, you know, like the ray tracing and mm -hmm. certain elements won't work on the Series S. Yes. But I just. I, I was telling Diego, I'm like, listen, if I want a really stacked up gaming PC, how much money is it going to cost? Mm -hmm. So your point is so valid. It's like, it's actually a very cheap gaming PC. And Game Pass is such... Game Pass is, is a no-brainer, man. I can't believe how good they've made it. It's, it's, it's a no-brainer. Like, if you've got your PC, if you've got your Xbox... And then if you've got, obviously it includes that gold subscription. Mm -hmm. So you're able to play your games also on your, that's not amazing. But if you've got one of those Power Moga controllers and you've got a Galaxy phone, you can play your games remotely. Works on any on any phone now, actually. Yeah. I, and also, I feel like people sleep on remote play. If you're in your house, but in a different room. You can remote play on any mobile device. It's not amazing. It's not amazing. I think that that's the biggest problem. Okay. Like, it's not the best experience, honestly. Fair. Um, it depends on the game. Like, I'm a big RPG fan, you know, so yeah. you don't need fast twitch or anything like that. No, it's, for me, it's not that. It's, it's, it, I wish that there was some sort of locality to the game within the phone that you could download so that certain elements of the game that would require remote connection would work mm -hmm. and not the way it is where it's like the entire thing is streaming to your phone, Yeah, which it really depends on your network. And we all know how amazing 5G is. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> so yeah, I, I've, I've, been, I've been indulging myself in many facets of the Xbox ecosystem because of Game Pass. Yeah. So I've downloaded certain games to my computer, to my laptop, which is right behind yeah. you, and down to the Xbox, and then I'm game streaming the exact same game on my Zenfone 7. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's so freaking cool. Yeah. Um, especially if you're like a general gamer. Now, here's the thing. As a PlayStation fan, one of the main reasons that will always come up, that I'll always say, is because of the exclusives the Uncharted's of the worlds and all of that. Yeah, I get Those that. kinds of games. But when you look at the Xbox Game Pass library, they're starting to encroach on some of yeah. those properties. Yeah, dude. Dr Dragon Quest, Yakuza. Dude, and, and uh, yeah, I saw, Jack, I, I saw Yakuza. <laughs> yeah. And so, listen, like for me, I, 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 I'm still going to get a PlayStation whenever I can secure one. Mm -hmm. It'll most likely be confiscated by my 20-year-old and I'll just make peace with it. <laughs> but I... The only reason why I would get it is because I can afford it. But if I had to pick, if I had to pick one, I think that there's just more value in Xbox. Mm -hmm. 
I just do. And dude, like that, it's just hilarious to watch all the memes of the PS4 and, and, you know, the moment anybody turns it on and it's like, like a jet engine just started. Like I, that was like my biggest turnoff with, with the previous generation gaming consoles. Whereas this Xbox makes no noise. I do like, if I open the compartment where I have it, that place is like toasty, (laughs) but you hear nothing. You hear nothing. And so here's the thing, though. Uh, Even with the benefits and resolution, you have to remember, like, I play, before the Xbox, I was playing Nintendo Switch games Mm. on that 8K TV. Like, upscaling uh, on TVs is so good. You can literally, so long as it's 1080p or above, dude, it looks looks fine. Mm Mm-hmm. On the 8K TV, and so for me, it's like, I'm fine with, I was fine with the Switch. I just really wanted the Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Would you, okay, this is me, this is helping me construct the eventual video on the Series S. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, that's my my main point, is that if if you're a general gaming enthusiast, the Series S is the easiest way to get into a console version of even just general PC gaming. Yeah. Do you think, this is another thought, and I wanted to hear what your thought might be. It's funny to me that Microsoft technically created an entry-level gaming console. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we've ever really had that before. Yeah. There are tiers yeah. now. I think that's crazy. And but, anybody I know who's like never really gamed before, I'd be like, hey, $299. Well, well dude, I, like most of the people I know are still using 1080p TVs. Mm-hmm. Most of the people that I know. And the statistics are that people upgrade their TVs every seven years. Mm. And so- I finally did. Thanks to yeah, yeah. <laughs> but how long have you had? Had you had it that so TV? Long. It was it was very very long. Yes. Right, and so if you think about it, it makes all the sense in the world in this economy for there to be an entry level gaming console, and you pick your poison. Yeah, like but for me, it was honestly not even a choice of resolution. It was more a choice of storage. I wanted the convenience of storage. I don't care about physical media. I haven't had physical media in like forever. I just for me it's that added convenience of added storage which then if I expand that there's already a certain amount already on top for me storage is everything yeah. like if you like I have very fast Verizon Fios in my apartment and it took forever to download a game oh man <laughs> I okay I, I see where you're coming from with the storage part I guess I guess I just have certain gamer habits yeah of for example, my Series S only has two games on it because those are the two games I want to finish. Gotcha. I'm not the kind of person that has a buffet. I'm not, I'm not really a buffet person. Yeah. Give me the main dish and I'll finish it, then I'll move on. So that's yeah. that's how I am. No, for me, it's here's the thing. If you look at my Nintendo Switch, mm-hmm. I love retro games, man. Mm. Give me all the retro games you want. And so it's funny when Diego was like, wait, so you got the Xbox instead of the PS5? And I'm like, well, it is what it is. It's what I could get. Mm-hmm. And then I started I started looking at Game Pass, and then I found Marvel versus Capcom. And Diego was like, what? So you have to understand, when he was six, seven years old, we would go to the arcades, and this is the game we would play. Obviously, yeah. the original, uh, the arcade version, which is different, which was on the iPad for a while, and then they they somehow Capcom is no longer making games for iOS, uh, for at least those. But dude, I so I'm like Diego. See, and so that's the reason why the Switch is so important to me. I really don't care about the portability as much as the library. Mm-hmm. And so for me, the Xbox is that. Like right now, they've got all of last year's EA Sports games for free. 
in the X, well, in the Xbox Pass. Yeah. But then if you have the Xbox Pass, I was able to buy the FIFA Ultimate for like 20 bucks. The discount, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. And then I bought Wolfenstein, which is one of my favorites, uh, Wolfenstein 2. I bought that for $17 with all the, with all the, um, how do you call it? The DS? Mm. You know, know, all the updates and everything. Oh, the DLC. The DLCs. Yeah. Yeah. My my 10-year-old, my 11-year-old knows how to pronounce that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm looking forward to when we will do these the, these pieces of content because I think that there are very different but still very valuable perspectives between both consoles. Yeah. And it's funny that we're, we're able to experience that now that you have an X and I have an S. I know. Yeah. I know. I just, I, I need to use the damn X. <laughs> it will come soon enough. And then we're going to have to check in on each other to make sure that we're still working. <laughs> I know. I know. I, a case for physical media though, and this is going to be a little bit tangential. So mm-hmm. tangential. Yeah. A little bit of a tangent. What's funny is we're, we're doing a lot of streaming and it could be Game Pass. It could be Netflix. It could be Disney Plus, all of these things. Right. Yeah. Well, a couple of weeks ago, uh, was it two or three weekends ago, the power went out. No, the internet went out at my house. Mm-hmm. We had nothing. We couldn't do anything because the internet was out. We were, we, it, it reminded me just how useless we are without the internet. Um, so when my brother and his wife came to visit and we were all hanging out, we needed something to do. So we looked through our Blu-ray collection, small, because we ended up streaming a lot of stuff. Yeah. But we took out Interstellar. Oh, wow. I don't have physical drives on the ps5 or the xbox series s so i had to plug the ps4 back in (laughs) wait but were you able to listen to the movie we were able to play it yeah no listen to the movie with the jet engine that you got there oh my god (laughs) it was fine um and (laughs) with the tv that i reviewed for pocket now the the video 4k tv first one we've ever had holy crap yeah it was the IMAX shots in yeah. that movie. Oh my God. I know, dude. I've never seen anything so beautiful. <laughs> I know. And then you match that with the sound bar. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty dope. So like, that is a case for physical media, at least in the movie side. I'll, I'll, I'll keep you posted. I, I, didn't, I didn't get it for that. But <laughs> now I'm curious because I see that you're wearing something that I, I, I don't know. I'm struggling to like. Well, have you, have you, how, how, how long have you worn it? Not much. Okay. But you don't wear glasses anyway. I do. I do wear reading glasses. But not, well. Not permanently. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Tell them what you got. I got the Amazon Echo Frames. And? Uh, These are, I mean, I'm just happy that I can see, (laughs) first of all, (laughs) because I put the prescription lenses in these. But it just so happens that because I have this item on my face at all times, to add tech to it. It make it, it it's pretty fun. Yeah. I gotta say. So I literally have like while you were talking, yeah, I got three notifications and it told me, Oh, swipe to hear from Telegram, swipe to hear from you know, and it's it's really dope to have such accessible personal audio. Yeah. I said in my I did, I just put my review out on my channel for it. Mm-hmm. Um and I said in it, we all know that we all have someone in our families or someone in our lives that loves speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> they just use it for freaking everything. For me, it's my dad. Yeah. So everything from like, oh, there's there's Telegram because um, <laughs> I didn't mute my laptop, so it's coming up. Um, but 
for me, my father, he, he listens to, he watches YouTube and does all his video calls, everything on speakerphone. Oh my God. Now, He's my dad. <laughs> now imagine this, you get all of those same incidental things happening, but like just now when you heard the chime from my laptop, but I'm actually hearing the actual like readout right now. Yeah. So it's, you didn't, you didn't have to be bothered by it. It was only for me. And it was just for me because it's on my face. Now, okay, I struggle with the Echo Frames for two reasons. The first one is the build quality. They're not designer frames. Well, it's not just that they're not designer frames. Like, I use Warby Parker, which is like, you know. They're pretty nice. They're nice, but they're <laughs> they're not. They're $99 frames. They're not, they're not amazing. But I feel that those are better quality, like the material, the finish. What's the word? Is it acetone? Acetone frames? I don't know what it is. I think I think that's what they use for. I don't know what it is. Yeah, dude. but like for me, it was it was you know ninety nine bucks is not bad for what you're getting, and I love them. Mm-hmm. I, I love the feel. They're matte black, and so yeah. that's the second thing I don't like. Which Hard is to that, beat that chi- that shiny. I don't know. I don't like that shiny design. I have to. Pardon the pun. I, I I just choose to look past it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but now tell me, how does it feel to have the A word like permanently? I I turned it off in the settings. Oh, okay. I turned off the hot word detection. Okay. And I love that you said the A word because um, when I did my video at the beginning of my video, I said uh, lightheartedly. Okay, <laughs> I said you might want to pause your devices because I'm going to say, and then I said it a bunch. Apparently, people get really mad at that. Yeah, I had a few commenters come in and say, "You should be better than this, Josh. Like, you should you should mute it yourself in your video." And I was like, "Guys, I didn't realize you would bite my head off." Well, because of the a word. Well, some people really need to tone down their sensitivity True, just as much what, as the a word. <laughs> <laughs> the way that I realized I would put it is, I'll take the criticism, but I will ridicule the rage. Because there's Whatever. there's so much better things to do in life than attack me over the a word. Whatever. Um, but anyway. I did have it on for a little bit, and here's the thing. I don't use it a lot. I just don't use Amazon's I, assistant a lot. I use Amazon's assistant a lot. I think you would really like it then. I Yeah. I, I need to I – need, here's the thing. I've been playing with another Amazon toy. Okay. <laughs> the one that literally follows you? Dude, okay. No. So <laughs> – Actually, my review on it is not going to be. It was supposed to go live this week, but I couldn't fit it in my bag. Mm. Uh, it's kind of big. It, no, it's not kind of big. It's big. <laughs> it's not kind of big. It's big. So the Echo Show Ten. Echo Echo Show Ten. Okay. Okay. Here's what I. Okay. The sound is amazing okay. for a smart speaker at that price. Like if I were to compare it with the with the Nest Hub Max, which I also have. Mm-hmm. I do honestly prefer, like, I think that Amazon does a far better job in audio quality than Google. Like, they're only dwarfed by Apple and what that HomePod mini can do. Yeah. But then I do like the function, like, I think that Amazon has been, I, I just find it ridiculous that Google has so much more knowledge. They've got the knowledge graph, they've got so many things. And yet, Amazon's assistant has really eaten everybody up in functionality. Like to Google, I have to repeat, sometimes repeat commands. There has been not one time where I have set a command to Amazon's assistant where it gets it wrong. Never. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Never. And here's the thing. Now you can connect Apple Music to it or Spotify or like 
it's just so limitless now that it makes it it it's pointless for you to get a go a Google Home whatever, mm-hmm. a Nest whatever. It's pointless for you to get uh, a a a HomePod if Amazon's assistant can tinker into all of these services. And I okay, let's talk about the elephant in the room, the following feature. Yeah. <laughs> so anybody out there who thinks that they're always listening. <laughs> Now they're always watching you. <laughs> that is creepy AF. So what, okay, I, I don't know much other than the fact that that feature exists. Yeah. What is it, aside from video calls, what is its utility? Its utility is literally just for you to feel that the product is attentive. Are we this lonely in pandemic? I know. <laughs> I know. Okay, so I like I didn't understand when we were briefed, I didn't understand exactly how it would work. Okay. And so I thought that it was just that if I called on it, the screen would look to me and react. That's also creepy. But if you've noticed, every single Amazon Echo has been able to do that ever since MediaTek, they did the whole far-field communication thing. Yeah, but the whole, like, it it turns to you. Yes, it turns to you. And so I thought that that's what we were going to get. I thought oh. that I would say A, and it would literally just spin towards me. To talk to you. To look at me. Yeah. And I'm like, that's actually cool. But no. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this the world we live in right now? Oh my God. But no, it's literally, you're sitting down in front of your desk. And if I stand up for whatever reason, the speaker goes with me. <laughs> if I move a little to the drawer to grab something, the speaker moves with me. If I stand up for whatever humane reason you could think of, the speaker will move with me. It's, it's creepy. Oh, it's it's Isa that is um, uh, messaging me. <laughs> anyway, but that okay. So it's so what I just did actually just just in case you heard some clicks in the audio. Um, I no, hit, I, I can hear her. I can hear some some voice. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I I hit the button three times to mute. Lady A. <laughs> Let's call her Lady A. Who, was it you who called her Lady A? No, no. Oh, no. I'm trying to remember who called her Lady A. That's from an old pot. It must have been an Android Authority thing. Yeah. Anyway, so aside from it just always following you to like, I don't know, is it looking for prompts is from you? Is that my phone? Or? No, no, it's my laptop connected oh, gotcha. to the Bluetooth speaker oh, over gotcha. there. Um, is, it, is it just waiting for, are there physical prompts that you can do? Oh, so you can either turn it fully off or turn it fully on. Okay, but it's not like you wave at it and it says, no. what do you need? No. Really? No. Mm. It, it's like literally, if a human steps in front of it, it will follow it. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe we now know why Jeff Bezos uh, left. <laughs> he doesn't want <laughs> no, to be part no. of this. <laughs> so, so there are certain elements that I like. I, I actually do like the follow feature because it's a hefty speaker. And so if you're in the kitchen, for example, and you're cooking... Okay. It makes a lot of sense for the screen to follow you as you're moving around the kitchen cooking something. Yeah. That makes sense. Like it's 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 a usage per usage scenario. Yeah. And so I like that. I just I wish that it, and I'm sure that they'll update the software eventually for you to get more sensitivity options. Because again, if they're able to have that ring light follow you and find where you are, then why not just use that? Because the problem is if you switch the camera off, which I do on every smart speaker that I have, I switch the camera off, the movement doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. 
I was about to ask. The movement doesn't work, which I'm like, I didn't have, I didn't want it to be so dramatic. I just wanted it to stop following me <laughs> because the problem is it's only a follow or non-follow. And when, when it follows, you can't tell it, don't follow me so much mm-hmm. or no, you can't. Say, hey, chill. Chill. You can't do that. <laughs> but then the, the other cool part is let's forget about the fact that it follows you. Close down the camera, let it work as a typical smart speaker. And then if you need to move it while you're cooking, you can manually just just move it to wherever position you want. So it's a large display. Yeah. A does very it, large display. Does it does it play like can you play YouTube on it? You can play YouTube on it. You can browse the web on it. So is it kind of like it, it has like some fire capabilities in yeah, it? Of okay. course. Okay. Of course. And then what I like the most about it is its dashboard functionality. Mm. Like it's got different elements of the things you care about. Whereas like the Google, like the Nest Hub Max will just give you this like big big wallpaper of whatever Mm -hmm. this will know it will give you the weather on one corner it'll give you a lot of information and then here's the thing like i i've been using echo products for two years so far and i was one of the first people who didn't want to use them until somebody gave me one uh because i was like i'm not uh, yeah i am an amazon shopper but i don't want this to make me even more of an amazon shopper but you know what i have never shopped anything on those things yeah I have just realized that they are the like I, I'm working on a video right now, which is which is the best smart speaker mm. uh, between the regular Echo and you know Nest Hub Max, and I just and and sorry and the Nest and the Nest uh, Home, and I just the more that I try it from a from a digital assistant to an integrated services mm-hmm. to a functionality and capability, it is the smartest speaker. Mm. And I can't believe that I'm going to say that over the Google Assistant. I could see myself having one in this office, play YouTube on it, and no matter where I am in the office, I can see the video. Yes. That is one thing. Have you tried like video calls with it yet? No, because uh, like, again, I feel there are certain things where I feel Amazon needs to work on their creep factor. Like (laughs) the whole drop-in feature. I'm like, no, I don't like that. Like. Uh, Isa and I use it. There's mm-hmm. no Amazon in the Philippines, but she, I, I gave her an Echo, the small one, mm-hmm. and we've done drop-in once in a while. Uh, the problem is in my house, the only other Echo that we have, it's in like a weird place. So we have to like walk to that corner of the house and, <laughs> and like, hey, Isa. <laughs> um, back to the to the frames, I will say one thing though. This is the only product I know of, other than smartphones, mm-hmm. that can actually do Alexa and sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I'll take the criticism. Um, this is the only product I know of that will do the Amazon assistant and the Google assistant in parallel because you can just hold on the side panel yeah. and then it triggers your, your Google assistant. Right. I, I like that actually, because, yeah. um, I can use, um, I can use the a word for timers, steeping tea, simple stuff, weather mm. checks, but all of my connected devices and services are on Google. Yeah. So at least I can access both. Yeah. So I would say try them, try them. And and I can help you in the video as well. Like, you know, now yeah, that yeah. I have this. Let's, let's... It's just this whole thing of like, do you, so if you need to get lenses, do you need to get lenses in them? Uh, I, I love them for reading, but then I wouldn't use them permanently. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing. Because I get, as as someone who is sight impaired, I'll use that term. Uh, I'm, I'm like nearsighted. I'm not that bad. But it is nice to put tech in a thing that I would use all the time anyway. Yeah, I, I get that. Like for me, it's it's like I, I I just finished my perspective on, for example, the AirPods Max, um, as a traveler, and 
Try wearing any sort of of sunglasses, eyeglasses, or whatever with those AirPods Max. Is it Forget bad? it. Really? It's just the clamp that they do in your head. Mm-hmm. It could either be that or my head's the size of a pizza. I think it's the latter. But <laughs> um, yeah, no, I... My biggest problem with wearing eyeglasses is I love them for reading. I actually feel more immersed in the reading experience when I wear them. Okay. I actually feel that I read more, Mm -hmm. um, which is the way that I felt about that teleprompter. It just feels like more in. Yeah. I like that. Uh, But other, like, I... I guess I, I've silently had dyslexia all my life and I've never wanted to admit it, but I have a hard time paying attention to a paragraph. Mm. It's the reason why reading a script, I suck at it. If I had to, if I have to read it and it's not in like bigger words mm-hmm. where that's all I see. Yeah. Whereas if I see chunks of paragraphs on a page, I have a hard time concentrating. I see. Yeah. And so I guess that's the reason why I like reading glasses, but then. I feel that there's just so much inconvenience in the design of those frames because of how thick they are. Mm. And so the question is if the thickness is warranted. Like, do they make the experience better? It does help. Um, These are just the size of drivers that they've managed to put into glasses so far. Yeah. The Bose frames are even thicker. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You're going to hate that look, yeah. I remember that. Um, And I have... I. They're not in the office. I have the gentle monster ones as well. Oh, but the sunglasses. They're, they're gentle monsters. Man. Yeah, but they are fashion forward for sure. Um, <laughs> I will say, <laughs> I will say that, and you know me, I'm the person that needs to have something playing in the background pretty much all the time. That's true. So I'm, I'm here. I am walking through Costco, listening to Bill Burr's podcast. You know, like, and it's, I get that. It's kind of nice, you know. But I will say this, and I'm sure. I'm sure you would have your expectations measured already. These glasses are never meant to replace any audio products. Yeah, yeah. So anybody, I remember looking at a couple. Of, I'm not going to say who, but I looked at a few reviews online just to just to give myself a primer on what I'm going to do with my video. And some mm. people were saying like the worst audio I've ever heard. Well, duh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, they don't go in your ear, you. <laughs> <laughs> well, like they. They, they 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 marked it down so hard in the review score, and I'm like, the thing is, you're not looking at it that way. And but then I also realized those people were not glasses wearers like me. There you so go. they they're 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 working, they're swimming upstream in reviewing something that they wouldn't use normally anyway. Of course, uh, the lenses cost as much as the glasses. Though I'll say that much. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit that. But anyway, we were talking a little bit about that whole Amazon tip. Um, we're gonna take a really really quick break, and then afterwards. It's foldables time. So you called me out for a thing that I'm wearing. I'm calling you out for the thing you're holding. And it's, you put a good skin on it too. That's a beautiful looking device. <laughs> Galaxy Z Fold 2. Yeah, yeah. D-Brand's uh, carbon fiber skin. Mm-hmm. So this is the, what is this? Gold? What is Oh God! Mystic bronze. bronze. That's what it was. I have a hard time not memeing the guy, but it's just (laughs) mystic bronze. That's right. Oh, it's just funny. I, dude, Fisher was like, "Dude, you need to get that phone. You need to get that phone." And now that they put those discounts for the trade-ins, I was like, "I need to jump on it." Mm. And I just, ah, this is exactly. This feels like a mature foldable. Well, it's it's gonna get even more mature. Yeah. We're we're looking at version three already, looking ahead to it. Um, what what can they do 
Oh, what, what will they do? Rather? Well, exactly what I want them to do. There's only one thing mm. that is missing on this tablet, mm. and it's a stylus. Okay. I agree. Will that crease still be there, though? I don't care. Really? Because your straight line's going to have a dip. Dude, <laughs> listen, I honestly, I don't really, I don't really write. Uh-huh. I use styli more to sign documents and highlight papers. And I don't really, I'm never going to, like, I've, I think we've come to the point where we know that we type a lot faster than we write. Of course. And so nobody really is going, like, you're going to write a phone number that you just got probably, or or something really quick and basic, or a code that you just got, but you're not really going to use a notepad, even a, even a real notepad. You know, it, I, I know that there are people that still do it, but like, I'd rather just type everything on one note, period, and then use the pen as a highlighter. And so, honestly, this is the only thing that I feel that's missing, which is the rumor that we're getting on that Z Fold 3. Yeah. Now, here's the, here's the interesting part. And this is the thing that I feel that Samsung should have done since day one. Right now, you can get this with a trade-in. I don't know if it's... Yeah, I think it's with a trade-in for like 1400 bucks, which is still a lot, but it's Galaxy Note territory anyways. Yeah. But you get a hundred days to test it. I did see this. Yeah, no questions asked. You could just send it you back. You could just send it back after a hundred days. You could just go flash off that you've got <laughs> one, and then you send it back. I'm not trying to give anyone any ideas, but this would be like the perfect way for someone to get started in but tech reviewing. <laughs> I, here's the thing: if they've got the inventory stacked there, I mean, that's fair. They had this phone at a thousand dollars with a trade-in since Black Friday. And that pretty much ended two weeks ago, a week ago. They're really trying to put this out there. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is the best way because what is your biggest concern with a foldable? What are you worried about most? It's not that, it's not what, well, durability. Exactly. Yeah, durability. And so the best way to know if this product is right for you is if you try it. Yeah, that's true. And honestly, the outer screen is so well made now. It's actually useful with, compared to the previous one, which was trash. Mm-hmm. The camera is good. I mean, it's literally an S. It's an S10. It's an S20 Plus right here. Yep, that's what you get, which pretty much is the same primary sensor as the iPhone 12 Pro Max, anyways. Um, like, what more do you want? It's I. I don't carry my Kindle because this is my e-reader. I don't carry my iPad because now I'm carrying the Galaxy S21 Ultra with that S Pen case for that to be my stylus. I'm I'm disappointed in the stylus for the S21 Ultra though because I got one too. Okay, it doesn't work as a shutter for the thing. I mean, there's no way it could. But you're I'm, too picky. Well, and that that's we, the thing no, I use but, the most for. No, but I th- can't you can't you pair an, an like a real like another S Pen from the old Galaxy Notes. I'm sure you've got like three stacked up there. <laughs> just try it with one of the old ones. Well, I get it. I'm just saying like, uh, it, true. It's just that the accessory I bought is not doing the one thing I, I wish. Oh, wait, did. you bought it? Yeah, I had to buy it. Oh, 70 bucks. Yeah, it was a little much. Okay, and it's the worst case in history. <laughs> what color did you buy it? That one. God, the I wanted one. it in white and they were out. Oh, uh, yeah, that they only had black. They only had black at the Best this Buy one too. This this literally looks like rubber trash. <laughs> it looks like a bad silicone band. <laughs> it, no, it looks like an old beat down 
sweaty silicone band. <laughs> Fair. That one that like looks embarrassing to carry around. True. I can't, but like, like Spigen just reached out and they're like, we've got the S. I'm like, send it over, damn it. I need to, I need to hit them up as well. The, that's the thing I had to, I bought it because I wanted to include it in an accessories video mm -hmm. only to find the S pen didn't do the one thing I hoped it would. That, that was my whole thing. I never used it for that. Really? <laughs> my, my Note 20 Ultra and Note 10 plus, that's like one of the best parts about it. In really? My I loved using that show. I took one photo the time we unboxed the Note 9 over there in New York. <laughs> oh, that, that photo, that photo is the only time I used the damn thing. Oh man, Issa and I went nuts with that. No way. We, 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 um, I we, remember. Wait, you mean Selfie Queen? Of course. Well, of course, yes. <laughs> but when the Note 10 Plus came around and I was reviewing it and Issa was here, my best friend also came down from Seattle. Mm -hmm. And I just vlogged our whole time together and it was just a bunch of selfies and we were just like. Oh, no, I'm remembering Ayano, her, her business card. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ayano, selfie expert. Issa mm -hmm. <laughs> should put something like that on her on her card for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the well, what about these? I remember one of the very like, so far baseless rumors was that if the S Pen comes to the fold, does that mean the node is dead? I honestly, I think they already killed it. You think so? I think they did. Like why on earth? Like right now, if you want to buy the Galaxy Note 20 Ultra, they had to drop the price of the Note 20 Ultra to match the S21 Ultra. Mm. And what's the difference? The S21 Ultra is a better phone in every way. Yeah. The only difference is the S Pen's tucked in to the Note. There's still, I feel like that design choice, I hope, I hope they don't kill that. That's still one of the coolest things in it phones. It is. I agree. Yeah. It would be, it, to me, it's just like, I'd, just I, on like principle, it's a travesty if that goes like away. Like the battery life on the, on the S21 Ultra is so good. I just give, kill a couple of milliamps and put the pen in there. Mm -hmm. I would have preferred that. Yeah. Okay. And you know what? You are, you are usually for me, one of the better examples of someone who actually uses a foldable to oh, its yeah. full extent. Cause you're, you're all the countless times that we've worked together and you're highlighting your, your script on an oh, iPad. The stylus, yeah. Yeah. And so now being able to put it on that would be great. I agree. So I can see you using it so well. I just couldn't bring myself to keep it because I just, I never need a tablet. That's never been my Whereas use case. tablets for me, dude, are, it's where it's at. Mm -hmm. And now that the M1 has fully replaced my iPad, <laughs> did you get the M1 by the way? Yeah, I've been using it. Oh, how is it? It's, it's fine. I mean, I, okay. It's literally in reserves for when I can finally travel again, because that ZenBook Duo, uh, 15 over there oh my god i love that thing to death it's just not going to be the one i bring on a plane wait a so asus sent you that uh technically yes uh by way of intel but oh okay yeah I have to give him a call yeah by way of intel <laughs> so i've i i do want to do a video on that on that laptop still for my channel um it's just it's the typical thing i want to get into laptop content but it's hard for me to review the thing that helps me review things okay let me give, <laughs> give me your is your intel contact who i think it is I don't know. This it's is just you. it's just to play Microsoft Flight Simulator on that thing with the extra screen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that'd be so cool. Um, actually, you know what? It's not who you're thinking of. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not. I, I know where you're going with that. Um, though we gotta hit him up anyway. <laughs> we should definitely hit him up. We haven't talked to him in forever. I um, know. but anyway, yeah. Like the the M1 Mac. Yeah, I'm definitely that thing is just waiting for me in a smaller backpack because it fits in that smaller. Dude, backpack. it's in my 10 liter sling. I have the Moment travel wear bag, uh -huh. their backpack. And yeah. it it does piss me off though, just how much accessory manufacturers like just, everything's made for Apple stuff. 
Well, dude. It was so hard to find a bag that fit that. Well, dude. <laughs> I mean, let's just face the fact that that computer looks like nothing else, which is great, mm-hmm. but that's a problem. Yes. Whereas every single computer wants to look like a Mac now. True. <laughs> there was that, well, I, I saw that, that story of a company called Framework where they'll let you customize, uh, they, they show you the chassis and then you can customize how the parts go into it. Oh, wow. It's pretty interesting, but ultimately it's a MacBook chassis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you're right. Everything's trying to look like a MacBook. And you, you got to hand it to Apple. I just, since we started talking about MacBooks, have you heard the rumors of the new 16-inch and 14-inch that are coming with HDMI, <laughs> with an SD card with slot? With ports. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, okay. You know, from, for a minute there, I, I hate to say this, but I will. I think Apple really needed to change Johnny Ive. I love everything he's done, but ever since Johnny left, we've gotten larger batteries on the iPhone. <laughs> we've gotten, they got rid of the butterfly keyboard. Yep. They actually made the damn thing a little thicker to fit better batteries and more vents. Like, listen, I understand the obsession over thin and light, but just give me functionality for Christ's sakes. And my biggest problem with the M1 is ports. Yep. Or the lack thereof. Yep. It's definitely not the laptop that I would feel comfortable doing a podcast with. No. There's not enough ports whatsoever. No. You, like, you need a really good dongle. Yeah. Really good dongle or, well, I mean, I have a recorder for audio. But right. trying to connect multiple cameras and or no. camera and audio and all no. that. The it, only saving grace is that it has great battery life, so it doesn't have to be plugged in. That is true. But it's one of the things where I'm like, listen, you have to really remove the name Pro from this thing. Yes. Just remove it. Like, for a consumer, it's perfectly fine. But I'm like, for, for professionals, you need ports. Mm-hmm. The computer is a tool, and the computer needs to connect to other tools that you use. And if those other tools require damn ports, then what's the point? So, so you you ultimately were the person that convinced me to try an M1. Mm-hmm. And of course, the products will speak for themselves. I ended up keeping it. Um your use case scenario that you presented to me was the reason why I was like, okay, I got to see if this is true. Mm-hmm. Have you actually edited a video on a plane? Yes. Wow. <laughs> yes. I have not just edited a video on a plane. I have edited the entire thing, rendered the entire thing. And then, it, so it was literally a cross-country flight. So it's a six-hour flight. Yes. I edited, rendered, I did the entire thing. And then I was still left with 67% battery. Gee, bus. That's amazing. I can't wait. That, that's the reason why it's in the reserves as the travel laptop. Dude, this is the this is the, the laptop to go to Japan or to India. <laughs> it's the promise of the always connected PC that actually works. Very true. Very, very true. Because honestly, I listen, I don't care about I don't care about two-day battery life. Hmm. I don't. I don't need that. What I need is a computer that can do everything in half that time. Yeah. The, it's, a, the, it's the a perfect, powerful 12-hour laptop. It's the perfect trade show computer. Mm-hmm. But then for me, the, the thing about oh, the- Oh, God, M- I just got a really weird image in my head of everyone on M1 in the- Of course, of course. <laughs> in the press room. Of, oh. That's what we're going to all be carrying. Yeah. Like right now, I brought the 16-inch MacBook Pro only because I'm reviewing another product that looks like the M1 that I can't talk about yet. Okay. And so it's definitely not an M1, but it's the size and I just couldn't carry any more laptops. But 
there are certain graphics things that still don't work on the M1, and, and you know I, that's expected. But like the thing, the thing that's so mind-boggling about it is it's like an iPad, and that's the craziest thing. That if on an iPad you're playing whatever Capcom game game you want, <laughs> or you're editing a video in LumaFusion, or you're editing your photos on 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 Adobe whatever. Like, you don't notice that your iPad performs worse with one app or the other. Like, you'll still get your 10 hours of battery life. Yeah. Like, you could be editing a video for hours and you don't notice that the iPad heats up. Like, that's not something that you deal with. It behaves like a phone. Yep. Okay, that's the M1. It, yep. it, it, you can't tell that you're editing a video. Whereas on the 16-inch MacBook Pro on the flight over, I, start, I threw in the footage started editing all the all the aero clips and by the time i started throwing in the b-roll i had 28 percent battery and we were and we were still over kentucky <laughs> ouch and you know what to, to circle it all back to just tie it all up in a bow there is one thing i will say it might not have the graphics capabilities to do something like gaming but xbox but microsoft is working on xbox game pass working in a browser Dude, Imagine that. It's not just that. Like, yes, it was. Let's think about it. Fortnite plays on a phone. The only difference is the controllers suck mm -hmm. because it's a phone. Yeah. So if Fortnite can play on a phone, it means it can play on the M1. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's... Well, I, I can't wait to have the experience that you've had, like, getting crap done on a plane. I can't wait for that, honestly, but, to go places. But with the difference that you don't see the damn beach ball at all. <laughs> True. Like at all. I, I remember like edit, exporting my first video and, and, you know, when you throw things into Final Cut, there's like these little dots at the top that tell you what is still a proxy and what has already been rendered oh, into okay. into ProRes. Yeah. And so, dude, like and on, a, on my $4,700, 64 gig of RAM, full maxed out, 16-inch MacBook Pro, the fans will turn on literally it'll call the cops it'll do everything <laughs> <laughs> like your your ps4 is nothing <laughs> dude the m1 no fan nothing and then like on the 16 inch you, you see it slowly going like eating it up eating it up whereas on the m1 it's like shh. Mm -hmm. and i'm like the hell yeah i'm still impressed by it for sure um okay so it's funny this week was the week that i introduced a new format for the podcast where we do two shorter ish but now we're we're close to the hour mark actually sorry no no it's fine like like i said i'm not saying sorry to you oh uh, it's go. always great to catch up buddy. that's what i'm saying i do want to i just remembered something mm -hmm. and we don't have to talk about it for that long but i do want to get your thoughts on this mwc still happening <laughs> Worst idea ever in my book, but oh, so I already like I've I'm like if the show's happening, I'm going. Really? Yes, you're gonna be vaccinated by then. Why wouldn't you I, go? Because two things. Number one, I still don't think it would be. I'm still not sure if it would be safe to go, knowing because we don't know that vaccinated people still won't spread it. We're not sure about that yet. That that's still a, a that's a point of science data we haven't figured out yet. True. So that's one thing. I also I also worry about the climate of a city slash country that is not as far in the vaccination process as we are. 
So the climate of of Barcelona might not yes, even be. Yes, but it's June. Yeah, but We've they might. Got, it's listen. It's their so their vaccination process has been so slow. Here's the thing, Josh. If listen, if you don't go, I'll send photos of tapas. <laughs> go for it. I I'm will. Down. Like, because you know worry. what I'm thinking of is um the the last thing the last thing that makes me not really want to go. Who is going? Who of the marquee manufacturers and companies will actually go in I June? I don't care. It's Barcelona, man. Oh yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> I, I get that. Um, I guess there's just not enough incentive from a work perspective to justify the desire perspective in my book. I would rather if you guys are going to go and there's not much to report, then I'll just instead of going to Barcelona, I'll go to Taipei. <laughs> like I'll go to Japan. You I know? get that. <laughs> you know, if there's not a whole lot of work, I might as well go I somewhere mean, else. But will there be Computex? No, there won't be. But I'll go. I'll go somewhere. That's what I'm saying. I'll go somewhere that I really want to go. If there's actually not that much work to do in Barcelona, well, I really want to go to Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And we've never been in the summer, which is the reason why That's I'm like, true. I really want to go in the summer. I do agree with that. That is that is an interesting prospect because we've never. Oh my gosh, like the. I don't know if I ever said this on the show, but the first time I ever met Issa's parents was at MWC. I remember that because they came. That was the that was the year it snowed. It snowed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So you might you might or probably will no, go. No. If if there's a show, I'm going. Okay. I've I've spoken to a few people about it, and they all agree it's a bad idea. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> but you're still gonna do it, too. <laughs> you know what? Kudos to you. <laughs> Dude, I mean, listen, I I think that I've been as smart as can be with this whole pandemic. To- I total, remain total. locked up for eight months. Mm-hmm. I now get tested every week. I literally have a packet of the medication that's needed in case. Sure. It you know the the problem is I have to be responsible and I am. Mm-hmm. But at the same you time, wouldn't, you wouldn't be here with right, me if right. you weren't. Yeah. But at the same time, dude, life go life. I have to continue. Like yeah, yeah. that's the thing. I if anything, this pandemic has taught us is perspective. Yeah. Here are the two most. Well, what is it? The most entitled <laughs> guys <laughs> who would who would be sitting in first class on a flight from Air India, complaining about the towels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And I'm like. We what was I feel like one time on that particular India trip, we actually said that was one of the worst first class. Like that that no, phrase that's alone. Not, that's not one of the worst. It was the worst. Yeah. But then think of that sentence. That was the worst first class experience <laughs> I've ever had. And, and so and so I'm like, wait, we here we are. We have spent years being traveled first class to so many countries, mm-hmm. being treated like <clears throat> VIPs in India, in Japan, in Taipei. Yep. Like, where have we not gone? And right now, I would be happy to fly on Spirit's Bear Fair <laughs> if I had to, <laughs> just to go back to Japan. Standing room only. <laughs> <laughs> so... Listen, I if if it's taught me anything is I am never going to complain about travel again. You remember where we got to the point where it's like, you know, we would leave we would probably leave Barcelona and be like, "Hey, see you in see you in San Diego." Yeah. See you yeah. in Maui. See you and, and it was all <sighs> of us 
that we would leave the same place at the same time and that meet in a completely different country. And we knew yeah. it was coming. Yeah. That's the part that is, that's what makes it like the, the most entitled of the entitled is us. We're, we're leaving an amazing destination knowing when the next one and where the next one is. And so my friends, oh. my friends are always like, how dare you complain about <laughs> what everybody would want and dream about it's doing? It's true. I remember one time, I remember after we came back from the Japan trip, I got on a video call or yeah, I got on a video call with San Diego slash New York slash Seattle friends. Mm-hmm. And the moment I, the moment I entered, cause I came in fashionably late and I appeared in the zoom call and one of my friends, who's like the guy who calls me out on everything, he goes, where are you coming from this time? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to have even a little bit of that back. Right. Yeah. I'm right there with you. But I'm still not going to Barcelona. Oh, no, right. No, it's a, dude, it's up to you, man. Like for me, uh, I've learned so many things and I, this is not a place to talk about them. But for me, uh, it's just taught me so much perspective. And I just mm-hmm. don't, if opportunities arise again, I will take them. Yeah. And if they don't, it's fine. Like I've already learned to live without them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's fine. I just, it was a great, it was a great time and I can't wait for it to come back. Yep. No better way to end this return podcast with you than with that. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Let's go ahead and pop into the outro. Thank you so much, everyone for listening. We're going into the outro starting now. All of the links for both Jaime and myself uh, across the interwebs, including social media, uh, are all found in the show notes. So make sure you follow the two of us uh, with all of the stuff that we do on the internet. Uh, but as far as Pocket Now is concerned, you can always head over to pocketnow.com for all of the latest headlines and follow Pocket Now on all social media. Uh, it's, of course, at Pocket Now on Twitter, Instagram, and beyond. From there, however, you can head over to the YouTube channel as per usual at youtube.com slash Pocket Now for content that's coming out pretty much every single day. And with all of that said, we're going to go ahead and call it on this episode of the pocket now weekly podcast welcome to the new format but also thank you so much for hanging out with us twice this week and we're going to make sure to have that opportunity for you every single week thank you so much once again and we will see you in our next episode